0: Fantasy Football Wives. I'm Anya. And I'm Sarah. And we have just finished the first round of group stage matches uh, of the 2018 World Cup in Russia, despite so much controversy surrounding it. It's been a really good tournament so far, hasn't it, Sarah? I'm, I'm really
1: enjoying it. And luckily, I'm actually managing to get to watch a lot of games um, working from home, which is fab.
0: And you're also doing fantasy football, aren't you? How's that going so yeah. far? Well, completely on brand, I um, am doing
1: terrible. Um, I'm currently in a league of just me and my brother, um, which if anyone wants to join our league, I'll leave the the code below for the Telegraph um, World Cup Fantasy. Um, And without my brother's team actually scoring any goals, he's got double my points. Um, And then I'm in a tournament, and I'm actually ranking below a guy who's called his team I don't know what I'm doing. Um, right so yeah no it's not going it's not going very well for me so far what has gone well on my team my key striker who bringing in the points is harry kane
0: he's one of our own harry kane he's <laughs> one of our own yeah i mean i did say to you actually when you told me you'd done the team i said have you got first question was have you got ronaldo no I know you don't. Uh, and I think that was obviously a massive mistake. And secondly, was and second question was, have you got Harry Kane? So it's good you got Harry Kane. I'm on the uh, Harry Kane train. Yeah. So we'll be talking Harry Kane and the England match, uh, I think, later on. But I think first of all, we need to discuss the match of the tournament so far, which has got to be Spain versus Portugal, no?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. It was, it was the best game. So much excitement. Unfortunately, I wasn't too happy with the result. I would have much preferred Spain to win. Um, I used to live in Spain, and um, obviously, David Silva plays for Spain, and I have a personal dislike of
0: Ronaldo. But,
1: but hey, it wasn't to be.
0: Well, I mean, you can't deny that Ronaldo. Whether you love him or hate him, he is not a boring player. And three goals under his belt, including that free kick at the end. I mean, he's he is the player of of, of our generation. But um, you really really dislike him.
1: And I'm surprised that you don't. See, well, I I mean, my main issue there is that he was a Man United player for so long. So. You know that's him written off in my in my mind. But secondly, I mean, it was you know World Cup 2006 when he um, got Rooney sent off and then winked. I mean, any real England fan can't like that guy
0: after that moment. But I'm not saying that I do like him. I'm just, and that's why I said you know he is the player of our generation because exactly that he's been playing World Cup since you know the last twelve. 12- 14 you know major tournaments in the last 12 14 years um and you know he he uses his um character in order to kind of goad uh, to goad other players so you know he was playing with Rooney at Man U when he when he when he did that in 2006 and he also pissed off uh was it Nacho in this match when he when he yeah winked at him or that's his character. That's but that's kind of what makes him so um, so interesting. Oh, like, makes
1: him I so mean, horrible. I, to be fair, he has been playing World Cups and football for that long. The guy has aged really well. I mean, he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't look any different from when he first started playing. He's, he. I'd like to know what his skincare routine is. Maybe pass it on to um um my husband. Um, yeah
0: so good always doesn't it
1: i know i mean they tried to make him ugly with that statue apparently that statue's been taken down but they want to there's a campaign to put it back up or something but
0: I personally, i'd much prefer that statue than the, the real thing did you see the video the clip of the kids uh just before the start of the match yes they were in front of ronaldo and they were looking up and they were just in awe it was very sweet i know that was really sweet and that was he really
1: got a that, that's why football's great. Like, it really was. And, you know, he, he smiles and that was their dream moment. They'll remember that for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Um, and that was, a,
0: yeah, that was a nice moment. I'll give him it. I mean, I'm not a fan of him myself, honestly. But just before he took that free kick, I was watching with my dad and I said, I really don't like him, but I really hope this goes in. And wham. It went in, and I and I was happy for him, and I was I was happy for Portugal. I mean, uh, we're talking about that
1: free kick, so um, because obviously for our selections next year, what happened to Dave Saves? Three goals got past Dave Saves.
0: So David De Gea, uh, yeah, no, he... Well, that free kick, I think it was going to be pretty much impossible for him to uh, save that, because he'd positioned himself in a different part. Of the goal, and so you could see where the ball was going. But Ronaldo knew that, which is where why he was aiming for where he aimed.
1: I know Ronaldo's free kick was amazing, but um, you know Dave, David de Gea, he's a he's an option for fantasy next year. And one was probably
0: unsavable, but what about the other two? I mean, they're saying he might not even play tonight. That he didn't have a great game, and yeah, he may he may not even be representing Spain in, in tonight's game. So so we'll see. But I tell you, who did have? A good defence. Who? Belgium. Yeah, well, do you know...
1: um, Third players there. And City. Well, and Chelsea. In fact, uh, does Belgium have the most players from the Premier League apart from England?
0: They do, Sarah. Hey. Fun fact for this episode, which is... Fun fact. Well, I'll I'll ask you my first one question which is how many Premier League players are at the World Cup this year?
1: Oh, I'm going to say uh, t- uh,
0: 20, 18. 18? No, have you answered the question? How many play- Premier League players are at the World Cup this year? Yeah, okay, 26. No, okay. I think there are like 26 players in England and Belgium alone. What, Premier League players? Yeah. Mm, So how many are there? 108. 108
1: Premier League players at the World Cup?
0: Yeah. Representing their country. So um, you've correctly said that actually England has the most Premier League players, and then it's Belgium. And only Russia, Saudi Arabia, Uruguay, Panama, and Iran don't have any Premier League players in their teams. Right, well, um, good to know. Fun, fun fact to you. So, yeah, Belgium had a great great start to their campaign. Obviously, they're in England's group, so that's not so, so good for, for England. But uh, Lukaku scored two goals, um, and, yeah, the defence was on fire.
1: And um, talking about
0: Lukaku,
1: did you see that article this week in the, the Players' Tribune written by him or written by someone for him?
0: Yeah, we have to talk about it. It was... It was really, uh, I mean, I was really taken aback by it. I bawled my eyes out when I was reading it.
1: Same, I read it on the train and I was, and my eyes were watering and the guy next to me kept looking over and I'm sure he was like, you're reading a football story. <laughs> um, she- but I found it so emotional and I just, I'm so glad you put that out there because uh, it does, we we hold, we give football players so much so much of a hard time sometimes you know if they if they make mistakes or make different choices and you have to remember these guys they've chosen to do this probably from a very young age and they've put so much time and effort and you know in in this story it was a real case of um making something of himself to to provide for for his family and look after his mom Um,
0: yeah should we just explain to any listeners that haven't read it what the article was about
1: I mean, the article was about um, Lukaku when he was um, a child, realising how on the bread line his family were and his story of his mother mixing milk with water because she couldn't afford to have uh, the milk... last the whole week and he he made a commitment to himself there and then at the age of six that well that's it I'm going to be a professional footballer and provide for my family which is pretty punchy at six years old and he um he set a goal that he would be a professional footballer by 16 and he missed that target by 11 days um and he talks about his you know his his career in football and Moving from different teams, and at times, these you know, had a hard
0: time from fans. Um, but yeah, you know, particularly, particularly regarding where he comes from, so yes. that was really interesting. Him saying that when he's on form, you know, media are quick to point out that he's Belgian, but when he's not on form, they add in the fact that he's Belgian of Congolese descent, and he, you know, you can see he's still tackling with you know, racism, basically. I mean,
1: racism in football is still very much uh, a problem. And, um, and you know, this goes as far... I mean, there's a lot of parallels, I feel, you can draw in the story of Lukaku with Sterling and how Sterling's treated by the press. I mean, Sterling also came from a really difficult background and worked very hard, but that everyone's just standing there ready to rip him down as soon as he does anything, rather than uphold him as a really strong um, role model. And the same, you know, he is British. Um, he's an English football player, yet he's from Jamaican descent, and, you know, that is a problem for some people.
0: Mm. Well, speaking of Sterling, what did we think of his performance on... <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> well, to, to summarise, my husband on the train home after watching it after a few pints, when I was, how many pints have you had? Uh, the answer was, I've had as many point, pints as Man City players have made mistakes during that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Sterling was not on fire. I was surprised my dad was not texting me um, as he usually does every City game when Sterling misses. Um, but you know, first game, need to settle in. It was hot hot yeah. and those insects yeah midges mm.
0: they're called midges they were everywhere they're awful well.
1: the players but also can you imagine the fans oh it was just horrible and you could just see a little in england one it was nail-biting stuff but they hadn't got into their into any kind of real rhythm um or you know fluid play between the players and yeah he missed some, you know, he made some mistakes. Jesse Lingard as well had a few really unlucky misses. Um, and Carl uh, Walker, I'd like to actually personally apologise to anyone listening to the podcast, that um, whenever I put Carl Walker on my fantasy football team, he seems to give away penalties. Hi, Isla. <laughs> OK, go upstairs. Daddy, the oh, OK. So... Um, <laughs> Anyway, so I'm very sorry to everybody. Um, that 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 was my fault. And Carl Walker has since been removed from my from my fancy team. As Anya gave me letter number one about fancy team. Don't build it out of love.
0: Yeah, don't don't play with your hearts. Don't put Man City players in just because they're Man City players at the moment. Yeah, I so
1: I also have Edison as my goalkeeper who's not even playing. Um
0: <laughs> Walker was Walker was a little bit silly. Um that was staff defending, but you know, they were rewarded a penalty, whereas Kane was taken down twice. That was ridiculous. And- and no penalties were awarded. That said, he went on to, you know, he did score two goals. Score
1: two goals. But still, I mean, it was like a rugby tackle. Mm. And and that's what VAR is for. I don't know if you saw last night in the Russian game, but the Egyptian penalty, um, you know, it was unclear whether Salah was in the box or not. And the ref referred it to VAR. Originally, the ref made the decision it was outside the box. He referred it to VAR, saw so it was clearly still contact in the box and a penalty was given. Why on earth the ref on uh, the Monday night's game just didn't refer... He wasn't even looking at the penalty uh, when um, uh, Kane was brought down. He was not even looking at it. And why on earth he didn't refer to VAR? I don't know. Um, but I'm so glad that despite those two, two injustices um, and one small mistake, um, that England have won. And... Um, that actually puts us in a very good place, given the other results.
0: Yeah, well, they were—I mean, they were on fire in the first half, and there were a couple of, you know, missed chances. But um, yeah, I'm really excited about this team, and uh, I really felt, you know, Gareth Southgate when when we when when Kane scored. You know, you could just see how much it meant to him. Oh, the
1: emotion was amazing. Um, And and Gary Lineker as well in the uh, studios. But no, the emotion was amazing. It clearly means so much. him. I can't wait for the documentary that goes from when um, Gareth Southgate missed that penalty um,
0: to he wins the World Cup with England. (laughs) I watched actually a really good documentary on BBC2 on Saturday called Managing England. Um, So they went through the past i can't even remember six or seven england managers and you can just uh, the the, me, the main piece actually about them was how much they've been dogged by the media um, and gareth southgate is in this position where he says well i've already had the worst that i could have had for missing that penalty in the 96 so i'm basically already well prepared for this job but he's also a, a completely different character he's he's kind of he's quite quiet and humble and you know i don't think that, that the media really want to be, to pick on him so uh...
1: right. and I don't know if you know but the FA have also taken a different approach to um, to the PR and the press events ahead of this tournament that um, they held a big open press event at St George's Park where they invited all media and they had free access to all the players you know that was a bit of a risk from the FA but what they wanted to do was really open it up and, um, and, and try and rebuild that relationship between the, the British media and the England team and And get them behind the team. Um, I do, I think it's great for this team. They haven't gone into the competition. They haven't gone into the competition with as much expectation as usual. But definitely on Twitter, post that game, people were like, you know what?
0: We can win this. So, the reactions from so many venues across the country were just amazing. There were so many cameras just po- just focused on the fans uh, at the time that football was playing, and you can really see it means so much to them. There was one video I was watching on Tottenham Court Road where, for about 15 minutes, fans were stopping cars, and basically, the drivers of the car had to join in with the celebration before they could let them drive on. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that was, that was just for one game against Tunisia. Can you imagine if we get to the final and win it? You know, I think, I think the country will go on holiday for a week.
1: No, I think we all need to just calm down a little bit, but but hope, hope.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, at, at least it did. At least England are doing better than my other team, Poland.
1: Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that was a bit
0: of a. I had to go to sleep after I went to sleep very early yesterday because I just think I was so appalled by what happened, and obviously a former Arsenal player was involved but uh, yeah Poland's performance was pretty shocking uh, and the second goal they let in was just a, I think the worst goal probably so far of the of the World Cup
1: yeah no absolutely I am um, to be honest I would just focus on England now Anya yeah. or Switzerland hop Swiss yeah we live in Swiss Geneva
0: Swiss. also probably shouldn't have been allowed uh, there was you know a bit too much pushing going on but uh, I was I was happy that they drew against Brazil. There's
1: actually a great photo flying around that's um, one of the Swiss players, I don't know who it is, um, looking down at Neymar, who's like crying on the floor, um, (laughs) you know, at the end of a one-all draw. It just showed such difference with the characters. But I'll I'll, I'll put that photo in the show notes and also we'll put down the links to the Lukaku um, article and also the the documentary, um, if you're interested in reading those or watching those and what we're talking about.
0: So just to, um, before we, I guess, wrap up, yeah, top, uh, well, standout Premier League players for you so far, Sarah? Um, I think so far has to be, well, Lukaku
1: and Kane um, giving the goals. I felt terrible for Mo Salah last night. He's just a brilliant player in a team of not very good people. Um Uh, he's not going to have a great World Cup, I don't think. I mean, it's unbelievable the game last night, actually, uh, with Russia's three goals. That was an exciting 17 minutes. Um, But, yeah, no, I don't think Mo's going to have a chance to shine in this competition. Um, But, yeah, so Lukaku, Kane, you know, they would probably
0: be the standouts for me. I mean, defensively, what do you think? Well, I think half of the... Belgium team probably has to be mentioned. You know, we haven't even talked about Kevin De Bruyne. Um Bruyne was playing. I was so excited. Or and and you know, and Eden Hazard. Um, yeah, I think Belgium are definitely one one to watch. Um, and as I said, you know, half the Premier half of them are Premier League players, so they've got a very good team there. Courtois, Vatonga, Advarald.
1: So I did make a couple of changes to my World Cup fantasy team last night, going into the next round of games. So. Tell me. Edison is out. Good. Loris in. Oh, who have they got next? Um, So he's in. And then I actually can't even remember the other person I threw out of my team, but I've got um, Thomas Munier in. Oh, I actually, well, out of love, well, I took out Nicholas Otamendi. Um, that was more of a money saving thing. I needed, to, I needed to level out some spend. Um, but yeah, so I've made some changes, but I'm doing terribly. Um, if anyone wants to help me, um, feel free. I'm going to link the, um, my league in the, um, in the show notes. So you can join the league. Um, but please, we've got now an Instagram account. We've got a Twitter account. We're um, all up on the social media, so if you have any recommendations of who I should actually put in my team in the coming games, let me know. I have 24 transfers remaining.
0: Oh well, um, you still haven't transferred Ronaldo in, so you haven't listened to my advice. Not doing it. Just Bet like in he- my
1: domestic, normal fantasy team, I do not have United players.
0: Bet you he gets golden boot. No, Kane, Kane for golden boot. Not so, not so sure. I would love that. I would absolutely love that, but I'm not so sure.
1: By the way, my league is called Can You Kick It, um, which I think that is sounds very,
0: That sounds very similar to my fantasy football name last year, doesn't it, Sarah? Yeah,
1: well inspired. Um, <laughs> but that's something we should um, talk about on our next episode. Um, We'll be talking the Premier League fixtures for game week one um, to help us start building our teams. And also, um, we want to talk about hilarious names for uh, fancy football teams. So if you have any ideas, tweet them or um, send them to us on on Instagram Um, or email us at hello at fantasyfootballwives.com dot Kane's actually a goldmine mine for um fantasy football names like can k- you feel it? Can you kick it?
0: Things can only get better.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my god. <laughs> and um, and please, please, if you have any uh, football loving friends or just people that want to hear a different perspective on football um share our podcast tell tell your friends about us tell your family about us and subscribe and write us nice reviews if you've enjoyed it well on that note i guess we are meeting same time next week for a review of another group stage matches yep and
1: I um, hope to hear from some of you in the, uh, in the short term and wish me, wish me luck with my team, and I desperately hope I haven't. Um, Jinx to England for the next round by Keith and Kanin. Bye. Is that the end? <laughs> You've got to say bye, too.
0: Bye. This show is brought to you by Furion Sports Management, the elite athlete agents that put the athletes first check them out across social media at Furian Sport.